Welcome to the Creep Off. This is a competition where the hosts, Carl and Vinny, try to find the creepiest creep in any given category. Then you, the voter, head over to the subreddit and try to cheat for your favorite host. After five losses, the loser has to spin the dreaded Dread wheel of consequences, which includes funny consequences like getting a job in fast food or putting on a live show in Detroit. Could you imagine? <laughs> Last week, we paid tribute to the unsung heroes of the Creep Off, the male stripper. And because there was a hurricane that barreled through here, I don't remember what the score is anymore, so I hope you both lose. Anyways, that's all I got for this week. Tucker, out. Attention parents, what you're about to see is not suitable for kids. Shoot, it's not even suitable for some grown-ups. You might want to walk away now if you ain't into these type of things. I'm going to give the people what they want. Sensation, horror, shock. I'm going to deliver the goods because I'm alive and I'm not backing down. Cuckoo, cuckoo. Welcome to the Motor City. All our industry is dying. Our football team went 0-16. All that's left is Marshall Mathers. Come to Detroit. Disgusting, vomit-inducing thing. Hola, creepos. Welcome to another edition of your favorite true crime podcast, the show about creeps by creeps for you creeps. I'm your host. My name is Vinny, and joining me in the studio today, it's Hot Carla. Happy to be back. What is happening, Vinny Paulino? Pal, I am thrilled to be back in the studio with you. You seem to be in a relatively good mood. Things are good, buddy. I like this one o'clock start. I get to eat lunch before I come over here. I'm feeling good. This is great. Carl, I'm with the one o'clock start. Yes. That's the new rule. New rule. One o'clock on Mondays. That's it, it, baby. Now, before we go too far into the show, I got to throw in a cheap plug. For those of you who don't know, the Zombie Carl and Vinny t-shirts are on sale till till October 18th. I made sure that the first t-shirt that we sold has Carl's face on it because he hates that. Also, I want to plug, if you want to see Vinny and myself and the whole cast of characters from Who Are These Podcasts, including Brian Johnson from Tell Him Steve Dave, Anthony Cumia from the Anthony Cumia Show, we got E-Rock, Missy B. We're going to be in New York City this Saturday night at the City Winery in Chelsea in Manhattan. Uh, WATPNYC.com is where you can get tickets for that show and learn more about it. It's going to be a great time, and I'm not going to fuck the audio up, Vinny. Not this time, buddy. By God, I hear it's going to be a slobber knocker in Manhattan. <laughs> it's going to be a good time. We'll be hanging Carl's out. Tape. Carl's hands are taped. We're hanging out Friday night. I heard from Chrissy Mayer that she might be hanging out this Friday, so it's going to be fun. Oh. Way to sell it for everyone. All right. Carl, we're back in the studio. Yeah. The last episode we did in studio, we brought in the creepiest male stripper. Yes. And I have the results of that. And oh, I got to say, sweet. I'm not real happy. Yeah, what did I get? 64 to 58. Yeah, baby. Cuz. Cuzaroo. Cuzaroo. Yeah, baby. It's fucking bullshit. Another victory for the good guys. I like it. I had a funnier stripper story than yours. I think that's why I won. Yeah, my guy was definitely worse, though. He was, like, tying people up and making them live in a closet while he raped them, and then his trans roommate would come by and make him suck his dick. I mean, voting's closed, buddy. I don't know what you want to do here. What are you trying to accomplish? I guess make people vote for you feel bad? I don't know what I'm doing right now. What's the score right now, buddy? Uh, I believe it is uh, 1-1. I don't even know. Let me look here. Oh, dude. I just had this open, and I love, forgot. Sorry, okay, guys. Yeah, no, I'm, I've lost track, too, because we had a, a week where we were in Detroit. We kind of just did a, a scum parade episode. So I, I'm right. a little bit lost right now as where things are at. At this point, Carl, I have one, you have one, and our guests have one. Okay, got it. So your current consequence 
is getting a job at a fast food restaurant. Where that are we is at correct. With that? So I have a job. Oh, congratulations! <laughs> I baby. just have to schedule my shift. No shit. Where, uh, do you want to say where? Uh, Rhino's Pizza. Okay. Uh, home of the pickle pizza. Where is that Rhino's Pizza? It's in Webster. Okay. All right. I'll stop just by. Fucking disgusting. Yeah, the pickle. That's not pizza. These you people can't just... are monsters. They're fucking assholes. Whoever came up with this is a real bunch of dickheads. Yeah. And I really. I, <laughs> you Sounds know, like you might know them. I was thinking to myself about this, and everybody's like, that's not a fast food restaurant. There's a couple, a little bit of the feedback oh, I it's heard. It's fine. But <laughs> it's fine. I'm actually thinking about this. I would rather go work at a fucking Popeyes on Lake Avenue <laughs> than Dude, fucking go deal with pickles on pizza. <laughs> that would be really funny. I didn't even think of that. Popeyes on Lake. That's actually a world-famous joint because of uh, local news reporting here. Oh, old Rachel Barnhart really brought that story to life, didn't she? (laughs) That's great. All right, so that's going to be fun. You got to pick your shift. When are you going to do it, do you think? Uh, I got to talk to her this week. I'll I'll text her tomorrow. Good, because I want to be there. I want to film evidence of this, and I want this to be another thing where you're not actually there. Oh, I'll do the job. I'll work a regular shift. I'll do what I'm supposed to do because that's what the People's Champ does, folks. <laughs> okay, if you say so. America needs a hero, and I <laughs> am that hero. All right, cool. Yeah. Uh, any other housekeeping? Are we ready to get started with the show? Carl, I could not be more excited to go back and visit the city that we just left that I couldn't wait to get out of, Detroit. Yes, we are doing the creepiest creep from Detroit is the category this week. And I guess because I won, I'm going to start. Can it be whoever uh, owned that Airbnb that you got us? That was a nice place. All right. Okay, there was one problem with it. So there's there's full baths upstairs, one upstairs, know, one downstairs. The broken windows, the gun shop. Old Ferndale's a very nice neighborhood. That was a nice town. I enjoyed it there. Here's the thing, though. There was a toilet upstairs, a toilet downstairs. If you flush the toilet upstairs, the toilet downstairs would explode, and all of the water in the toilet would go shooting out of it. So if anyone was like sitting on the can downstairs, and someone upstairs, it turns into a bidet, but not not a good kind of bidet, a bidet with your shit in it. So it was a little messy. It's a backwards bidet. <laughs> a backwards bidet, a little messy. Yeah, it's called an Australian bidet. <laughs> Yeah, all I have is shit in my asshole. I want to get some on my cheeks, too. Oh, we have something for that. Oh, good. Can we, can, can we do me a favor make sure some splashes on the back of my balls, too? <laughs> yeah. That'll be great. I just see the entire undercarriage just coated, please. Awful. <laughs> they usually charge extra for that. Not at this place. Uh, I was just corrected by gangrenously, yeah. our oracle. I have two. Carl has one, and the guest has one. So. Fuck, fuck Alex. What is no, he knows everything. He's the oracle. I, I think it's a one-to-one-to-one. Yeah. I'm not losing a point. I'll go back and look officially. Right, we'll figure it out. We'll figure it out officially. I won't cheat you. Yeah, let's I stop, will never cheat stop you, Carl. Stop meddling over Carl, there. Carl, I would never cheat you. Yeah, okay. <laughs> never, ever do it, buddy. That's good point. So I guess you won, so you get to go first. Who's your biggest creep from Detroit? Carl. All right, let's get this thing started. I found a very fun creep. His name is Mike Scoopin. And Mike Scoopin is from Detroit. What a whimsical last name. And he is a reality TV star. In fact, he was on the show Survivor twice, and I found a guy named Rob Wolchek from Fox 2 Detroit. The man, This guy and is gentlemen. an investigative journalist, the kind you don't see too often anymore. You should really go subscribe to his YouTube channel. It's fantastic. I have some clips from this guy because he decided to, to track down what Mike Scoopin is up to. Let's start. I brought some video clips today, but if you're listening, you'll understand just fine. Let's start with night number one here, Vinny. And Mike Scoopin. If I go out, I'm going out full. Who stabbed a pig to death to survive in season number two is one of Survivor's most memorable contestants. You know, the need to shed some blood. Survivor changed Mike Scoopin's life forever. And now, Mike Scoopin wants to change your life forever with Pay It Forward, a simple investment. People say... How can it be legal? What's the product? The product's just money. So he's got a business called Pay It Forward, and they people are asking, so what is the product? What are you selling people? Nothing. It's just money. Now, Vinny, I don't know if you know this, but there's only one entity that's allowed to make money in the United States, and that's the Federal Reserve. Right. So right. the fact that this guy has a, a company that's just based on money. And I know that Chuck E. Cheese also mints those coins. That's true. That's a good point. Yep. <laughs> Put put golf, I think, has sure, sure. their own. Anyway, Disney dollars. <laughs> the point is, the point is that it seems a little shady. This pay it forward company, and that's why Rob Wolchek 
wanted to get on this. But first, let's learn a little bit more of the background. So we know this guy was on Survivor, but let's learn a little bit more about our buddy uh, Mike Scoop in my track too. You, the dose of reality I'm going to put on TV. Mike Scoopin is a star. He's the author of a book, Fireproof, named for his most famous survivor exploit when he passed out in a campfire. And although he wanted to continue, had to be medevaced off the island. Thousands of people follow him on Twitter. His website is packed with photos of himself with Bill Gates, President Bush, Pat Robertson. You can buy customized Mike Scoopin' Survivor shirts. He even sells an 8x10 glossy of himself. Mike's a motivational speaker. How to get closer to God. How to get your prayers in. He talks about his victories in life. He even speaks at events like this one two months ago. Celebrate your marriage. You are going to love what I have to tell you about blended family. Yeah, you can get marriage advice from Mike. His bio says... Karen and I have seven amazing kids. Mike's so popular, he even considered running to be a United States Senator. But Mike's too adventurous for that. He went back to Survivor, played another season a couple of years ago. But again, he didn't win the show. But he did win more fans, and now his fans can share in his new business, if they have a little money. I have seen so much money in home-based business. I've been in it for 33 years. And you don't have to sell anything. Because the product's money. Product's just money. You just hand over your money to Mike. Deposit it into Mike Scoopin's Fifth Third Bank account, Bank of America bank account, or his Chase bank account. Cough up some dough and you'll get put on this kind of pyramid-looking chart. <laughs> Carl, yeah. are you telling me that people are taking money advice from the asshole who fell in the fire pit? Yes. This guy literally passed out into a fire pit, woke up and ran into the water because he was on fire. And that's how he lost. He was the first contestant ever on Survivor who wasn't voted off, but just took himself out of the game. Oh, no. I was just told there was an echo on that clip, but oh, no. I think I'll figure it out. All right. So this is great. So this guy is a motivational speaker. So right there, you're like, uh, what's that about? He's a family man, a reality TV star, a business owner. The problem is the business is the definition of a Ponzi scheme. Basically, what happens is... Whenever there's 24 people who donate money after you donate yours, you go up a level, and then 24 more, you go up another level, and then you get to a certain level that's, that's called the money seats. And then once you're in the money seats, as people put money in, you get that money, which is a Ponzi scheme. <laughs> this is the way he describes it. Yeah, it's pretty funny. Now, wait. Is it not a Ponzi scheme if there's, like, vitamins involved? Like, Correct. if you just got... If there's product involved. If there's Tupperware involved or just something. It's legal. Then it's legal, yes. You can't have a business just based on people giving money and then you give that money to some people and not others. Like That's not a, that's how business works. Like, yeah, Tim I was Dillon's say, fake business is more of a business than that business. I'm Mr. Businessman from <laughs> yeah. the business business. Yeah, give me money. Why? Because it's a business. Yeah, it's Businesses perfect. need money. All right, so set up for my next clip here is that it turns out Mike Scoopin is probably the last guy you want to trust with your money. As uh, Why? He Ro- killed that pig to death. I yeah, mean- no, that was impressive. But Rob actually uh, does some investigating here. All right, bear with me, everybody. I'm going to try to figure out what this echo is while this is playing. I'm going to hopefully get it real quick. This is Mike's lakefront property. Or should I say, it used to be Mike's property, but Mike hasn't made a mortgage payment in 18 months. So the house was taken away and sold in a sheriff's sale last May. But Mike's refused to leave. Neighbors I spoke to want him out. They're tired of the rundown property and the bill collectors who come by. Like the people Mike stiffed from this Grand Rapids Elks Club golf course. Mike walked out on a $7,000 bill. He got sued and lost. In August of this year, the IRS slapped Mike with a $52,000 tax lien. So Mike's a big time tax dodger. But at least he's not a deadbeat dad. Well, actually, according to his second wife's bankruptcy filing, second wife, wait a minute, Mike Scoobin's the happily married guy with seven kids. He might be happily married. After all, third time's a charm. He has seven kids from three different wives. And it hasn't all been smooth sailing. Just last week, Mike Scoopin tried to get sympathy from the judge overseeing his eviction case, saying he can't move out of the house he lives in because he has seven school-aged children. Well, none of his kids live with him in this house. 
<laughs> Whoopsie uh, daisy. Uh-oh. So there was a headline there that it said the ex Survivor star attacked his ex wife, uh, was also something they showed up on the screen. And this guy has so many driving infractions. He doesn't have a driver's license. It's been suspended. And they're going through the whole list of all these infractions. He has to go to court. He doesn't show up to court. So there's bench warrants out for him and stuff. This guy's a real piece of shit. That's why he had to go to that island for that other season. Yeah, right. He's like, get me down to Australia. Get me out of here. So now let's fast forward to Rob runs into this guy. He's trying to track him down. He can't get track him down even though he sees him in his house. He's pretending he's not home. He sent him a note on Facebook, Rob did, to Mike Scoopin. And Mike Scoopin wrote back, oh, I'm actually on the West Coast right now, but I'll be back you know, sometime next week. And Rob's like, I just saw you come out of your house to get your mail. <laughs> what do you mean? <laughs> so this is great because we finally confront him. And uh, he wants to talk to him about the nature of his company, Track 4. What would you like to know? Well, tell me about it. It's an investment deal. Gee, it says it's a simple investment that will Mm -hmm, change your mm -hmm. life forever. Mm -hmm. But Mike now says it's an internet cycler, whatever that is. There's hundreds of them all over the internet run by very reputable people. They've been going around for years. Mm -hmm. Who's a reputable person that's running one? Mike Lindell. There's hundreds of them. I don't know the business owners. So what is the business? Internet cycler. Which you don't know anything about, which okay, I would like well, to then why don't you me. so we could have had a, a, a good interview here. Okay, well, let's have a good interview. I'm giving you the chance. Let's talk, I don't Mike. know if you really are. Sure, I'm giving you the chance right now. A, you're an ambusher. So what? <laughs> you're an ambusher. Yep. No shit. Here I am. Yeah. Tell me what your business is. What do you do? Explain it. Yeah, what the, what the fuck is Internet Cycler? So I looked this up because I never okay. heard Internet Cycler. And it actually, it's called like a matrix scheme. When you look up Internet Cycler, there's a bunch of names for it. And it what it is, it's a Ponzi scheme. It's <laughs> I know. It's just another name for it. It's literally just says Internet Cycler <laughs> equal side Ponzi scheme. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's the whole page. Look it up. <laughs> yeah, it's it's not it's not anything more than that. So here's uh here's track number five. All right, not a Ponzi scheme. Okay. What is the business then? I don't even know what a Ponzi scheme is, do you? Yes, I do know what a Ponzi scheme is. <laughs> well, then if you did and this looks like a Ponzi scheme. Now I start reading directly from Mike's Pay It Forward literature. The Attorney General assures us we are in complete compliance. Which Attorney General said do this? Do your research. Who said this? Do your research, Rob. Mike, I've done my research. <laughs> I've is. been to the Attorney General's <laughs> the Attorney office. General it's office. a legitimate business. Mm-hmm. And you know what? I'm helping hundreds and hundreds of people. And people like you, instead of doing legitimate research, mm-hmm. you're out for a news story. I don't think you're helping anybody, Mike. How are you helping anybody? <laughs> All right. So from what I understand, Rob Wolchek is a lawyer. Oh, is he? Yeah. Well, he seems to know his shit, man. He's great. Yeah, he he like practices law and does this just because he hates people like this so much. And it's it's awesome. I mean, he's a real fucking hero, Rob Wolchak, man. Yeah, and I, two thumbs up. I saved the best for last. So they're chasing this guy. Well, not chasing him, but they confront him as he's leaving the court, and this guy's trying to walk away from him towards his car. But he doesn't have a driver's license. I'm like, where are you going? To your car? <laughs> so he just like keeps walking and he doesn't know where to go. And he's just like wandering around. So this is the funniest part of the video, track six. You're losing your house. I can't. You're a bum. That's, that's not even <laughs> You're a bum, Mike. You are a bum. You don't pay for your house. You don't even have a driver's license. You're walking to your car right now. You're going to get in your car. You don't even have a driver's license. Not true. You don't have a house. You lied to me about you don't live in that house. Yet you're here fighting to save that house. You're a loser. You were a loser on Survivor. Aren't <laughs> you a loser on Survivor? And now you're using whatever fame you got from Survivor to try to rook people into your investment deal so you can make money, so you can survive. Look- <laughs> you're a loser. You're a yeah. bum. Who wrote this fucking copy, Trump? <laughs> I love it. It's you're hilarious. a loser. You lost that Survivor. You lose <laughs> everything you do. Yeah. Wow. I knew that there was a reason I thought it was so funny. Rob, you're the best. All right. So let me give you an update since that little uh, expose. So he is accused of recruiting investors and friends to take part in his grifting scheme called Pay It Forward. Victims alleged, uh, allegedly made $10,000 cash investments in the scheme. Their money would then cycle through a chart in which participants were eventually paid out of other new investors' money. The scheme was discovered when eventually... Definition were, of Ponzi scheme. Yep, exactly. The, the scheme was discovered when eventually there were no new investors signing, and most people in the scheme lost all of their money. 
So this is the mm. best part, Vinny. But the guy survived the fire pit, honey. This is the best part. We just got to mail him the stack of 20s. So some people who invested $10,000 went to the attorney general and said, I don't think this is a legit business. They just took my money. I got nothing in return. So they decided to uh, investigate this. Scoopin's laptop was searched in conjunction with the Ponzi scheme investigation. During the search, investigators discovered images of underage children in sexual situations. <laughs> the guy had CP on his computer on top of all of this. In 2016, Mike was charged with six counts of child porn possession, five counts of larceny, and one count of racketeering for allegedly running a Ponzi scheme. This is what Michigan Attorney General Bill Chouette said. Not only did this man rob people of their hard-earned savings with his financial scams, but he victimized innocent children every time he looked at a piece of child pornography. This man seems to have no concept or caring for right and wrong and will be prosecuted under the full extent of the law for these horrific crimes. In December of 2016, Michael Scoopin was sentenced to one to four years in prison for child pornography and larceny. I'm sad to say he was released on parole on December 19th, 2017, after serving just one year in prison. Well, isn't that great for everyone? So that is my creep from Detroit, Mark Scoopin, the survivor who is a real piece of shit. Well. What do you got, Vinny? My creep today, folks, made me pretty sick to my stomach, and the story is awful, so there's your trigger warning. I'm going to let local uh, Detroit Local 4 fill you in, Carl. A grizzly scene greeted police at a home in Rochester Hills. They were called to the residence on a report of animal cruelty. Now this man, David Hu, is facing charges. Wait, David Hu? You would think with a name like that you would be a doctor. <laughs> Not this guy. Not this guy, folks. What's his name? Uh, his name is David Hu. And yeah, let me, no, what, what is his name, though? We have uh, David Who. He's on first. What's on second? I don't know who's on third. That's what I want to find out. I want you to tell me the names of the fellas on the St. Louis I'm, team. I'm David Who. He's on first. What's on second? I don't know who's on third. You know the fellas' then, names? Yes. Well, then who's playing first? Yes. I mean, the fellas name on first base. David Who. The fella playing first base for St. Louis. David Who. The guy on first base. David Who. Who's on first? Well, what are you asking me for? All right. Humor is fun. Humor is fun. Okay. I can make fun of this guy's name all day. All right, you were, you were ahead of me. Go ahead. But in the spring of 2017, a gentleman by the name of William Lau and his little kitten Oreo Aww. needed a roommate. Here's a picture of Oreo. It's Oreo black and white. Oh, that's a cute kitty right there. <laughs> there's Oreo. We'll leave her up there for, uh, this is for not, the rest this of this. Uh, this is cheating. What's great is uh, Craigslist helped him find a new roommate. Who recently moved into the mobile home park after replying to a Craigslist ad for a roommate. Investigators say prior to the roommate said he never felt unsafe or had problems with who. Okay. Okay. So far, so good. Well, one day, William Lau came home, and he walked into his room, and he starts hearing this loud pounding noise. And he can't figure out what this pounding noise is or what his roommate would be doing. After all, this is a trailer. He's just like, what is this guy doing? So he goes into the other room. This is his description. He had Oreo in one hand and a hammer in the other. <laughs> William Lau described the horrifying moment he realized the pounding he heard from the other room was his roommate bashing little Oreo's head in. Lau says he tried to get his roommate to stop and to give him Oreo back and to calm down. Do you want this show to be successful, Vinny? What are you doing? Hugh refused. What are you to, what are he you tried to, to get physical, but, but who pushed him back and started swinging the hammer? After about 10 minutes of pleading, Lau says his roommate started to hit the kitten again, and that's when he felt, fled the home and called 911. Hey, uh, real quick, do you have any more clips you're going to play? So the cops come in, and uh, they, they find David Who there with the cat, and they're like, ah! I have the uh, body cam audio of them finding David Who with the cat. Sorry, folks. Bang, bang, Finished. Splat! <laughs> okay, that Jeff, wasn't the real audio. Jeff, I'm putting that together, Vinny. That, I did have a silly time. Real? I'm not gonna lie, it was a okay. silly time. Now, during the interview, the detectives say the suspect stated he was angry with the cat because it bit and scratched him several times. Sheriff officials said 
He told detectives that he felt pain and decided just to let out his anger. Who was charged with killing and torturing an animal, a felony punishable by up to four years in prison. He was placed at a suicide prevention vest at the time of his booking. Why? Exactly right. Fuck it. Give him the hammer. Put him in his cell. Yeah, Go at it, yeah. fucking kid. Here's a rope. Here's some sheets. Here's uh. And here's the thing. I don't ever know what happened to this guy. I cannot find any record of him being convicted, so I'm guessing that he pled out or they put him in a nut hut. Either way, fucking Oreo was the victim, and... Uh, when you go to vote this week, make sure you vote for David. David. Thank you. You might get zero votes this week, Vinny. That was a horrible presentation. Horrific story. Not fun for anyone. And uh, let me just see what Bill O'Reilly thinks about it. Right. Fucking thing sucks. Agreed. All right, Oreo. Agreed. Carl. All right. Okay, you could vote for the guy who had the Ponzi scheme or the guy who bashed little Oreo's skull in. Sounds good. Sounds good, Vinny. Are you ready for the newest segment of the Creep Off? <laughs> I couldn't be more ready. Yeah! Creepos. This is Who Are These Creepos? This is our attempt to prove to you that this is the only true crime show you'll ever need. We have the best true crime show on the internet. By a mile. By a mile. Country mile. And the way that we prove this is by looking at other true crime podcasts one at a time and showing you why they suck. And you could think that I could go after all these young women who drink wine with their girlfriends on the phone and pretend that they have a true crime show. And we will. Yep, we'll eventually yep. get to that point. Yep. Every single one of them. But but last week or two weeks ago, we did My Favorite Murder. Huge show. Yep. This week. Don't forget we did uh, Nancy Grace at the live Nancy show. Nancy Grace at the live show last week on Who Are These Podcasts. People would have loved to hear that. We need to bring her back again. Wow. I subscribe. would have loved to hear that. <laughs> I subscribe to her show now. And I listen to it every day because she puts out a new episode every day. And yeah. every one of them is, what's it like when your child doesn't come home from school? This lady I'm going to talk to is going to tell you all about it while I tell her how dead her kid is. And then she always makes it about her, too. Well, when my son was seven, this isn't about you, Nancy. Who cares? <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> anyway, today we're going to be talking about True Crime Obsessed with Patrick Hines and Jillian Pensavali. Now, this is a podcast, very popular. If you want to look up how much they make on Patreon, I think they have like 40,000, 50,000 subscribers Jesus on Christ. paying subscribers on Patreon. Huge. 40,000? Yeah, it's paying, paying subscribers. So, five bucks per. Jesus Christ. It's insane. And what they do is they watch true crime documentaries, and then their show is about the doc that they watched. So, Literally, you could just go watch these docs, but their show is telling you what they saw in the doc. This is the laziest version of true crime. <laughs> is I've that ever heard. bizarre, Carl? You're fucking uh, Edward R. Murrow compared to these fucking Thank people. Thank you. That's what I've been trying to tell everyone. It's in my bio. <laughs> <laughs> the Edward R. Murrow true crime. Yes. So they watched this true crime show, The Curse of Von Dutch. Familiar with that? Nope. Okay. Well. I'm telling you that because in this introduction, you cannot make out what the fuck Patrick is talking about. He's talking so fast. I did not speed this up. This is literally what their show sounds like. You ready to be shot out of a cannon right now, Benny? Nope. Hi, Julia Pensavalli. Hi, Patrick Hines. Fam, as Julia was saying, we are doing these three episodes of The Curse of the Von Dutch in two episodes. It's the thing we do sometimes where episode one, you're listening to it. Yes. Episode two is live right now at the $5 level ad-free on the Patreon. Yes. It'll also be the regular episode next week. So if you just got to hear about like what happens on the second half of this nonsense. It is a wild ride. <laughs> it I is a wild that. ride. And, Start like, to finish. The murder is what happens like in the, in the last 10 minutes of this thing, and it is wild. You know who that sounds like? Who does it sound like? Remember man? that Ian Carmel? No. That we did on your show? He has the All List Everything show. Oh, yes. Okay, yeah. The yeah. voice sounds like that, but way more annoying. Well, this guy is uh, very flamboyant, very uh, openly gay, thinks he's hilarious uh -huh, at all times, uh -huh. laughs at fucking everything. And the dynamic between these two is so obnoxious and absurd. The energy level, like I make fun of podcasts without having any energy. I do dislike yep. that. This is too far. This is so over the top. It's so obnoxious. So they start the show by promoting their TikTok. Also, follow us on TikTok. If you want to see the fun recorded moments of the episodes, follow us on the TikTok. Yeah. It's uh, True Crime Obsessed Pod. Right. 
Okay, if we had a TikTok, it would literally be just vile crime scene photos. <laughs> yeah. Which is what, isn't that what True Crime Podcast is supposed to be? What, are, what fun are they? Oh, dude. We got to get the behind the scenes fun. I don't know if you could pick pull up their TikTok or not. I, I'm, I didn't. Fucking putting that in my okay, browser. I, I didn't set you up for that, so that's fine. But I went and checked it out a little bit. And it's literally just 20 second videos of them with their little goofy parts of their show going, ah, ha, 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 we're having so much fun. Ah, ha, 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 ha. It's it's unwatchable. Ugh. It's unwatchable. But you know what though, Vinny? TikTok's not our speed. You know, we're older guys. We're not on, we're not on the TikTok. You know, we, we might get involved in their Facebook. Ooh, ooh. Their, their Facebook group. Bonus there is you get to meet like fifty thousand cool other friends. Yeah. And it's like a fun place to decompress and share true crime stories and talk about the episodes and just like share your dog pics. Yeah, I feel like I'm just saying yeah and agreeing with you a lot, but yeah. everything you're saying is fact, so I really can't argue with you. Well, you look perfect today. You look perfect today. Thank you so much. What is going on here? Get to the murder already. Jesus Christ, dude. It's insane. Carl, it sounds like they're doing something right somewhere, and I can't figure out what the fuck it is for the life of me. We've covered this show on Hurley's podcast. I've listened to a lot, but I can't figure it out. Is it the dog pictures Maybe it's the dog pictures. Yeah, people, people are sharing in the Facebook group. That must be it. How sad is that? They literally says... If you join our Facebook group, you'll make 50,000 new friends. That's not how friendship works. 50,000? Yeah, that's not, that's not what friends are. Sign old Gil up right now. <laughs> I know I know people in my family who think they have friends in Australia and other places on Facebook. Those are not your friends. That's terrible. It's not healthy. Social media is not healthy at all. It's not good. So make sure you follow the creep off on Instagram and Twitter. <laughs> yeah. All right, so let's get into this because this whole doc takes place in the early 2000s. Paris Hilton's a big part of this doc, and so they talk about how it brings you back to that time. This whole thing starts with the producer tossing the Von Dutch hats to at everybody. All of we need a thousand people. I, I'm like, they went for a look here. They thought that was going to look real cool. Yeah, for every because it is a little bit of a time machine, much uh-huh. like the soundtrack uh-huh. is a time machine. Does she mean time capsule? I mean, do you know what a time machine is? It's uh, a machine. A device that one would use to travel through time, Correct. either forwards or back. Correct. Thank you, Betty. I didn't even set you up for that one. You already knew the definition of a time machine. Mm. She goes, wow, did you hear the soundtrack? It's like a time machine. That's not, that's not what a time machine is, idiot. All right. So let's listen to Patrick laugh like a retard. Not enough gays, though. You would think there'd be more gays in this app. I didn't see nary a one. Because they knew. They do. They knew right away. Mm-mm, not falling the for gays. this shit. I gotta say, oh, the Von Dutch look was very hot. And that's how you know it's fake, too, because he could stop it on a dime. <laughs> and by the way, I also want to say that it's like, this is so over the top, so fake. There's nothing natural about these people. It's not real in any single way. They're putting this on. You know what? If you want to just vote for that guy as our creep this week, I'll put him as an option out. <laughs> I don't like this, Carl. Oh, listen to this. Listen to this. <laughs> Ugh. <laughs> Can you what imagine? What was that? Can you imagine having a co-host on your show who laughs like that? You know what, everybody? Let me give you a, a palate cleanser. Let me give you a palate cleanser here oh, after that. You're going to beat a cat. Bang, bang, Let's go back to the cat diet. <laughs> all right. All I'm right. just saying, I would rather listen to that than this guy laugh. All right. So then... They talk about how in this documentary, there's this guy who's like laying in his bed as he's being interviewed for this. And it's pointed out that you can see there's a bottle of something in the bed. And to Patrick Hines, this is the funniest thing he's ever heard in his life. He loses his fucking mind over this. But what, I don't know, I, clearly you missed this. What? Because as he's, like, taking the blanket off the bed, there's, like, a bottle of something that, oh, like, is no. it lube, is it lotion? I don't know, but I hate it all. Oh, no! And the camera, like, kind of zooms in on it, but, like, doesn't want to make a thing about it. Can you imagine the situation where... Did he just say the situation? I'm fucking fight this guy. Did he just say the situation? Listen, we've all agreed that if you don't want to say the whole word situation, you say the sitch. We've all agreed on that. It's not a situation. Yeah, this is like one of those, this is like three layers of new slang that I'm not comfortable with. <laughs> We've all agreed on that. Dude, listen to him. But what? I don't. I, I would hope that he's witnessing a murder with this scream. Eat it all. Oh, no. And the camera like kind of zooms in on it, but like doesn't want to make a thing about it. 
I have a feeling if that man was being stabbed to death, it would be less dramatic. Right. Yeah. He would. He would handle it better. You really turning it that. on there, pal. Really turning wow. it on. I, I'm just picturing both of his hands are up like fists going like this. <laughs> like that spaz kid we were talking about on uh, Booker Up Podcast. Spaz kid. All right. All right. They suck, Carl. All right. What let's get time got? for show tunes. You can't have a gay guy and a gal doing a show about true crime without busting into some show tunes, can you? That was a big thing like a long time ago. How do you know? Because like the 50s and I saw a little movie Greece called Grease and <laughs> Grease 2. Hand job, <laughs> hand job. But no, like Hot Rods. That song's not for kids. No. Grease 2 is a better movie. Anyway, it doesn't matter. Point is. But you know what the best movie musical of them all? Which one? Newsies. Oh, of course. Open the gates and, and seize the day. Oh, where'd that go? I <laughs> went up and... Don't be afraid and don't delay. Oh, I don't know where we no. are here. <laughs> it can break us. When did it turn into people enjoying people who have no talent? When did that become a thing? When did people just accept people making noises into microphones and consider it entertainment? I don't know. I, mean, I remember falling in love with the Opie and Anthony show because they came on the air here in the afternoons... And I heard Jim Norton mm-hmm. say some of the funniest, meanest, wittiest shit mm-hmm. I've ever heard a human being say. I was like, what is this? Wow. This is awesome. Nowadays, you can just have two retards singing out of key and giggling at each other. And that's a huge show. I'm very upset. Also, that- she said Grease 2 is better than Grease? What, are you just trying to be fun? That's bullshit and you know it. Don't fucking come at me with that nonsense. I'm not hearing that. Grease too. It's, it's a garbage movie. I've never seen either. Yeah, me neither. <laughs> really, I haven't, and I'm really Grease happy. Is a, Grease is a great movie. Very okay, good music. Good, Carl. Anyway. Now, uh, hey, listen. I like uh, what... Uh, where to go, Captain Wow said. This guy squeals like Ned Flanders. Yes! <laughs> there's, there's that episode. All right, this is... Uh, let's get more singing going, shall we? No, no one, one can make, make us give our rights away. Here we go. All right. Minnie, I can see you're at your wit's end, so I'm going to wrap this segment up. And I want to wrap it up with a revelation, because any true crime show, if you're just like reporting on shit that you saw on TV, you're not really doing, you're not adding anything to the world, right? So I need them to have some information that they can give us that I wouldn't have known otherwise. This is amazing. They're talking about Paris Hilton. And I just have it on good authority from people who attended those parties, which I bartended. So I met Paris Hilton many times. Okay. She was always very nice to me, but apparently she's a big fucking asshole. I have it on good authority. So I went to high school on the Upper East Side, yeah. as did Nikki Hilton and mm-hmm. Paris. I was not there, so this is absolute hearsay. Yeah. But I have been told that they actually have said, like, don't you know who our grandfather is? Oh, my God. And that's what I've heard. Hey, turns out Paris Hilton's an asshole. You don't say. Wow. Shocking. I had no idea. Huh. <laughs> Thanks for that revelation, guys. I want to sing a song. Right. <laughs> I don't care. I don't care. So that is uh, this week's Who Are These Creepos? Once again, proving that our show, The Creep Op, is the best true crime podcast on the internet today. There wasn't even a crime. They didn't even talk about a crime. Well, they get into it. I just... I guess the episode in itself is a true crime. So. It is. Yes, it's criminal what they're doing and the amount of money they're making doing that. All they right. did a three-part series on this one doc of a Von Dutch, whatever. Gives a shit. Uh, well, I guess that means it's time for some voicemails. So they're brought to you by our friends in Syracuse. The Creep Off voicemail segment is brought to you by the City of Syracuse. People make fun of Syracuse, but I'll have you know Rochester is ranked 14th in families that make 10k or less a year. Ha! Huh. Good luck catching us at number two. See you in Syracuse. Good families point. making 10k or less per year—that's that's homeless people. Pretty much. Like, how do homeless <laughs> people even make 10k? They, I'm sure they do. I, I remember there was uh, an interesting study that was done. The uh, this was years ago. It's probably not the same now. But homeless in New York City were pulling down like thirty k on average just from begging, thirty k a year. Wow. Yeah. Now there's way too many of them, so I don't know if that's still the case. I think it's probably not. But uh, oh no, they unionized. They got benefits now. Oh, that's thirty right. k in benefits. They all have a fucking smartphone. You ever notice that? How does that happen? 
Who's signing off on that plan? Yeah. You look like you're good for it. All right, we'll give you the unlimited data. They got to be on fucking, like, Boost Mobile or some well, shit. Well, yeah. I, yeah, it's not Verizon. <laughs> I agree well, or they that. bought fucking uh, burners. Maybe. All right, here's a voicemail. Fuck that one up. Hey, guys, it's DP. Did you guys already do the creepiest German? Uh, if not, please do it. If so, please do one again. I just spent six hours in the truck picking up some German foreign exchange students, and holy shit, there has to be more than a couple creeps out there because that whole fucking culture. Oh, man. So I- what happened? Weird. Is okay. there more to that? Can you give an example? I'm not sure what, what he's getting at there. Hold on a second. Let's try the Germans this. are something to people. laugh about and be happy about with the Germans because the culture. I don't get the culture. There is no humor there. So I desperately need something to laugh about and be happy about with the Germans because holy shit, that was miserable. Anyhow, thank you. Fuck you. Bye. Okay, that is true. The Germans are not known for their sense of humor. That is very true. There wasn't. Yeah. Like, I would love to see like the German Benny Hill. Yeah, it, it, it wouldn't even be in fast motion. Like he just grabs him by the hair and says, "You submit." <laughs> <laughs> hey, I got a voicemail for us, Benny. All right, go ahead. Hey, Carl. I don't know if this should be for the creep off or for fucking WATP, but I'm watching your latest episode with Vinny, and I'm actually watching the video because I'm a Patreoni, but Vinny. I'm a big guy, too, but for the love of Christ, you can't be a big guy with a chin strap beard, a gold chain, and a Miami Dolphins t-shirt. You look like a fucking douchebag. Pick two of the three, for the love of God. I love you, buddy, but fuck that. You look like a gigantic fucking cock. Perfect voicemail, sir. Keep those coming. That's well done. Thank you for your input. What happened to the Dolphins yesterday? They're down to their third-string quarterback. They lost to the Jets, the New York Jets. Uh, we're not allowed to do sports talk. There's like 900 voicemails here yelling at us about sports talk. Really? You, but oh, I will oh, say because this. the Bills won by 35 points. We don't. We can't talk Sheep about that. motherfuckers. Now you know what I talk. noticed about the Bills? What's that, Vinny? That the referees... entire team is hurt and they're still destroying other teams. Oh, now your now your backups are so great. Our yes. backups are so great. You couldn't beat Miami, but. I will say this to you. I think that Josh Allen is now getting the Tom Brady treatment from refs. Oh, yeah? If they touch Josh Allen, flags are flying. I didn't see that happen. Mm-hmm. When, when, when He's the new darling of the league. Okay, I didn't see that Little Joshy Allen. You can't touch little Joshy. Oh, Josh Allen doesn't slide. Joshy's got his lunchbox, and he's ready Josh to go Allen to Bill's training camp. Josh linebackers. He's no Tom Brady. Are you kidding little me? Little Joshy at his lunchbox. He's stiff-arms linebackers. Hey, guys, I'm nuts. Josh. Can I play <laughs> okay. on your team? Okay. How's Tua doing? Can he form a sentence yet? Who fucking knows? I'm pretty sure he's going to kill his whole family now. <laughs> yeah, no shit. Chris Benoit part two coming up. Oh, man. Why do all the people I love have to go rogue? <laughs> Damn it, CTE. Right, no more sports talk. Hey, guys. Uh, I love the show, but I'm going through a bit of a rough time, and the topics are dark, and this might be my last voicemail. Uh, best of luck, guys, and see you in the next life. Oh, no. He's not going to Greenland, is he? I think he was heading to Detroit. <laughs> Ooh, even worse. Um, Fuck that hurt. Never mind, guys. I'm here to stay. Oh, God. Oh, mental illness can literally drive you crazy. <laughs> it's a good point. Well, whoever you are, sir, chin mental up. Mental illness can literally drive you crazy. Chin up, pal. At least you're not little Oreo. You really are trying to scare people away from the show. I don't know what your your goal is here. What do you mean scare people away from the no show? No one wants to hear stories about kittens getting tortured, you idiot. I want to win the game, Carl. Yeah, it's you're the game. not going to with that one. It's the game. It's not a good, okay. not a good strategy. Wait a second. The The point of the voting is to vote for the biggest creep. Correct. Who's the bigger creep? The guy who was looking at CP and bilking people out of money. Yep. All right. Good, or, good point. Yep. Right. Or the Good guy point. who bashed let's stop, let's skull stop for no reason. Let's stop rehashing that one. Because he scratched him. we have any more voicemails over there? Nah, I don't know. Way too many voicemails this week. We'll get back with them next week. We're done. Unless you got another one. Oh, no, I'm good. All right. Moving on. I guess it's time for a scum parade. Hit the music, Carl.
these ones were fun this week to start. <laughs> yeah, right. A longtime educator with ties to Pennsylvania and South Jersey who served as a school principal by day was a peeping Tom at night. Yes. Authorities said Danny McGady was denied release during the detention hearing Wednesday following a late September arrest. Police said he's charged with at least three peeping Tom incidents, a burglary, and on at least one occasion unlawfully entering a home. All right. So this is my question for you. I'll, I'll let you read a little bit more. But why do they lead with peeping Tom? It's, yeah, it seems like the least of what this guy is up to. That's not the words. Like I, when I think of peeping Tom, I picture George McFly in Back to the Future. You know, he's up on the tree and he's got the binoculars out. It's fun. It's yeah, cute. a guy who looks like Carlson in a tree with binoculars. Exactly. That's what I think of when I think of peeping Tom. Yeah, me too. Trying to try to get a peek at a six through her bedroom window. Mm. Right. <laughs> <laughs> that was such a good description. Trying to get a peek at a six. <laughs> because if you weren't such a loser, you would go get a peep at a seven at the strip club. Right. Yeah. There's there's eights right across the street from here. I know. Jesus Christ. So police say McKinney unlawfully entered a Camden County woman's apartment with the goal of committing a burglary after watching her unload groceries in February. He's just like, oh, she's unloading groceries. Hot. <laughs> well, I mean, she just went to the store, so there's probably some fresh food there, I guess. Okay, never mind. I, <laughs> right? I, like, I, would, I would be like fucking Yogi Bear following the smell. <laughs> yeah, he would have food. She got a rotisserie It's like chicken. how they say if you buy a new TV, you shouldn't put the cardboard box out by the curb because people will be like, oh, there's a new 85-inch OLED in there. It's, I guess it's the same thing with bringing in groceries. I don't know. I don't, yeah. I'm not a burglar, so it I don't know how that must be a works. terrible neighborhood. <laughs> he threatened her by grabbing her by the upper body and attempting to force her into the bedroom. All right, so again, Peeping Tom was the headline. This guy went in there to, to burglarize the place and decided to sexually assault this woman. Well, she fought back, and uh, she he she got away. He ran away. He ran out of the place. So the same victor later installed a ring doorbell system, which caught... That was him leaving. Caught this guy coming back and looking through her windows again. Yeah. Whoops. Whoopsie. Yeah. Now, investigators say the 39-year-old's actions became a pattern and usually happened at night. The crimes all happened in Sicklerville and Pittman, Pennsylvania. Winslow police carried out a warrant in September at his last known address, seizing the educator's computer and multiple cell phones. A source with knowledge of the rest says McKady has worked at several schools on both sides of the river, I don't know what the fuck that means. It means he's in uh, Philadelphia and South Jersey. So he's yeah. in Pennsylvania and Jersey. So he was also working as the principal of a school up until September of this year. They hired him August 1st and fired him within the month. Yeah, before the school year started. Yeah. He was already gone. I have to say, Vinny, I don't understand why they're so focused on his profession in this one. It's not like he's doing harm to children. So the fact that he works at a school is neither here nor there to me. Yeah. Like, he's just an asshole. Who cares what he does for a sure. living? I mean... I just assumed that the reason he probably ended up getting fired was because he was an incompetent yeah, who would do yeah. something like this to begin with. Right. He's like, uh, so listen, we need to uh, organize the curriculum for this year. Where's the principal? Oh, he's just drilling peepholes in the locker room again. <laughs> <laughs> this fucking guy. Well, I mean, it's great that uh, they weeded him out, though. You know? yeah, they no, were I'm like, glad. get the fuck out of here. I'm glad for that. Yeah. The creep alarm went off somewhere. Now let's head down to Florida, shall Hold we, Hold on a second. got to talk to you about the last sentence in this story. Sure. Did you see what his attorney said? What did his attorney say? The attorney says his client feels wrongly accused. Mm -hmm. Did mm -hmm. you see that? I just wanted a tour of the bedroom. What do you mean you feel wrongly accused? What, what does that matter how you feel about it? Are a you or are you not wrongly accused? I feel wrongly accused. This guy's a principal in 2022, all right. That's not a good word to use if you're trying to say you're innocent. I just wanted to point that out. Okay, you're right, on. but that, that that also screams fucking ultra PC. Yep. Yeah. Uh, I, I feel like I'm being attacked here. Well, yeah, you are because you attacked that woman while she had her top off at her house. I, <laughs> you leave that four alone, sir. <laughs> all right. <laughs> Fort Lauderdale, Florida. Yeah. This story scares the fuck out of me. You know that it whatever does? we do, yes. Yes. Interesting. Dude, I don't like to fly. Well, you know the planes fly themselves, right? Carl, God allows them to leave the earth and for us to get somewhere safely. You have to pray before and after every flight. <laughs> Did your no. in-laws tell you that? Yes. That's where <laughs> I learned it. 
Carl, though, seriously, uh-huh. this story is completely insane. Uh-huh. And I don't know who I believe, but I think this might be an addition of I think I, I think hero I or creep. I think I know who I believe, but go ahead. Okay, okay. Fort Lauderdale, Florida, a Southwest Airlines pilot is suing the company, her union, and a former colleague who pled guilty last year to deadbolting the cockpit door during a flight and stripping down naked in front of her. Yeah, it's called a cockpit for a reason. I don't know what you thought was going to happen there. Yeah, just truth and advertising on Southwest. <laughs> she looked at his dick and was like, oh, my God, did you pay the $35 carry-on fee? Oh, come on, that's a good line. Come on. Christine Janning alleged the Southwest retaliated by grounding her after she reported Michael hacked to the company in the FBI, that it kept him employed despite an alleged history of sexual misconduct, and the manager's disparagement uh, disparaged her in memos to other employers or yeah. employees. Sounds like she was a bit of a Karen at that company. Yeah, well. No one seemed to like her very when much. When you hear what she says this guy did. Yeah, let's get to it. Uh, she alleges that the Southwest Airline pilots conspired with the airline and refused to support her as well. So, okay. According to the lawsuit, she said she has never met this guy Hack before. Okay. And he was the co-pilot on a flight from Philadelphia to Orlando. She says that Hack, who's a 27-year veteran with the, vet, with the airline, had used his seniority rights the previous day to bump another pilot who had been scheduled to command the flight. Okay. So he's an older gentleman. Yep. Janney believes that that's because he saw a woman was scheduled to co-pilot. Oh, yeah. What does she, fuck, what does she think this guy is like? A woman flying a plane? I got to see this. Well, she might be onto something. He's had a few incidents in the past. Yes, he has. <laughs> he has. But... She said they got onto the flight, and he says to her, looks at her and says, hey, there's something I always wanted to try before my retirement. Yep. She said he bolted the door so no flight attendant could enter. He then put the plane on autopilot, stripped off his clothes, began watching pornography on his laptop, and committed a lewd act for 30 minutes while taking photos and videos of himself. Wait a second. Is that... Hunter Biden flying that plane? Is that what I'm to believe here? He made me put on a gift mask and ate a sandwich off of my head while he flew the plane with his penis. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, this would be even more interesting than Tommy Lee driving the boat. If there is video of this, I'd like to see it. Some fucking naked old guy cranking one out wearing a captain's hat. With who I'm guessing is probably a six. So at his... Salnick said it was Janning who asked Hack if there was anything. This is the defense attorney. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Says that she asked Hack if there was anything he wanted to do before retiring. When he replied he wanted to fly naked, she told him to go ahead and then made sexual advances after he disrobed. Okay. That's what the lawyer says. And then he fought her off. Yeah, he rejected that and uh, adamantly denied a lewd act occurred i i didn't do anything like that. so here we go Vinny. this is where i'm going to tell you who's telling the truth and who's not okay he's saying the truth detector that is carl he's saying she told him to get naked and then she tried to play with his cock and he refused that's not a good story because that's literally never happened in the history of the world correct that's never happened where a girl's like hey take off your clothes like all right okay i play with your dick no no of course not gross why would you do that this guy definitely was jerking off next to this poor woman. At his sentencing hearing last year, Hack called the incident, quote, a consensual prank that got out of hand. There's no such thing as a consensual prank. That's the definition of prank means it's not consensual. Uh, something got in hand, all right. Yeah, right. Janie's attorney, Frank Podesta, denied she encouraged Hank or uh, Hack or made any advances. Janie said in the lawsuit that she was horrified, but she kept flying the plane while taking photos to create a record. So she was just sitting there taking pictures of him, I fucking done, cranking it. I would have done the same thing. Oh, God. But let's not pretend she's flying the plane. They already explained it's on autopilot. These people are not flying the plane, Vinny. I'm the pilot now. <laughs> yeah, look at me. <laughs> Where's the makeup mirror? <laughs> and we just lost the rest of our listeners. All right. Well, that was fun. We're we kill- a- this has been a good run. We had a good run. Buddy. 134. We a couple of years. It was good. Carl, thanks for everything. <laughs> yeah. Let's get out of here. <laughs> so Janet said his retaliation for the FBI report, she was grounded for more than three months, costing her part of her salary. She was then required to take unnecessary flight simulator training before she could go to work again. Yeah. Yeah, they pretty much wanted to make her life miserable 
for ratting on this guy. Yeah, Southwest denied Jennings' allegation, saying we immediately supported Jenny by cooperating with the appropriate outside agencies as they investigated. I don't think that's true because, well, the problem is she waited until after he retired to say anything. So they're just like, what do you want us to do? I mean, he's not an employee here anymore. What do you want? Well, if he stops by to drop off an application. Well, right, yeah, exactly. Well, we'll consider that. It's like, well, what do you want us to do? We don't have any jurisdiction over him. He doesn't work here. So now she's suing him privately. So then she goes to the FBI and says, hey, this thing happened, gets them involved. So that's the part I don't like of this story, I'll be honest. Yeah. Well, let's let's get to something happier, shall we? Oh, boy, do we have anything like that? Let's see. No, actually. <laughs> boy, like... Oh, sorry, folks. Let's get to something way more depressing. Okay. And slightly terrifying. If you're out there on the dating apps, good luck, kids. <laughs> Have fun. <laughs> Colorado Springs, Colorado. A 22-year-old woman was arrested after she allegedly invited a Tinder date over to her house and then cut, choked, and threatened to kill him if he called for help. I have to say, looking at this girl and just knowing what she's up to, seems like Anthony Cumia's type. I think he would be into this girl. Ant, fucking keep an eye on the gun. Yes. <laughs> Don't lose the gun, Ant. So dispatch, uh, when this guy called for police, dispatch reportedly told officers there was an open line in which someone in the background could be heard saying, because you cut me and you're going to kill me. So he called. He couldn't get them. The phone's laying on the ground somewhere, and he's yelling for help. They hear this. They send the cops. When the officers arrived, they found a naked man in the parking lot who was bleeding from a cut on his arm. He was reportedly backing away from the suspect named Lauren Dooley, who also reportedly had blood on her body. Officers took Dooley into custody, but she refused to talk after invoking her Miranda rights. Now, here's what happened. Yeah. The victim, whose name was redacted from the affidavit, reportedly told police he matched with Dooley on the dating app Tinder and agreed to go to her apartment. They talked for a bit. And then she reportedly performed oral sex on him. So far, so good. Yeah. Do you know how we always try to pull the plug early on in an episode on a good joke? Yeah. Like, hey, thanks for All having right, me that over. That worked out really well. Nice to meet you, Miss Dooley. Take your hat off. She's 22. She's kind of cute. She is kind of cute. Yeah. Dooley allegedly bound his hands and ankles together with duct tape, and he initially consented, but found it odd. All right. Call me old-fashioned, Vinny. But for me, getting tied up with duct tape, not a first date thing. In my house, the man does the duct tape aid. It's not, a, not on the first date. Maybe the third. Let's Duct watch tape, a movie gotta... first. Yeah. Let's get to know each other. Yeah, let's get the bondage into this later. <laughs> right. So after she taped his arms and legs, she produced a kitchen knife and demanded he get into her bedroom. Okay. Which, you know, easier said than done when you have your legs taped together. And uh, that's when he said, This is going great. After that, the victim reportedly, this is my favorite quote, no longer consented to stay at the residence. <laughs> Can I go now? I, I've uh, already ejaculated in your mouth, and I'm kind of done here. The victim went into her bedroom because he was afraid he would hurt her, and Dooley allegedly cut his shoulder with the knife. Then she allegedly used both of her hands to apply direct pressure to the victim's throat yeah, it's for called, approximately 20 seconds. It's called strangling him. Yeah. <laughs> both of her hands to apply pressure. Yeah. yeah. She, strangled him. Yeah. Correct. She uh, allegedly stopped momentarily only to procure a belt that she put around <laughs> his neck. This, this is getting me nowhere. Hold on a second. Yeah. <laughs> so she's got the belt that she's got like one foot on his back. She, she <laughs> fucking pulled it up. She's smart enough to use tools. Oh, no. Oh, my God. She has thumbs. <laughs> Dooley reportedly got angry at the victim for bleeding all over the bed. That is annoying when you have your Tinder date over and they fucking bleed all over your bed. Like, yeah. oh, I got to change the sheets now. It's the whole thing. Yeah, you'd think they'd warn you. Right. Like, they know. They know what days it is. That was, that's not. It was the guy who was bleeding at the bed. Let's not get confused. Oh, I got this all mixed Let's up, Carl. Oh, here. I'm so foolish. So stupid me making a joke. All right. So she's yelling because he's bleeding all over the bed. She tells him to go get in the bathtub. Yeah. While the victim waited in the bathtub, Dooley reportedly ordered delivery from DoorDash. She allegedly told the victim, if you scream or say anything, I'll kill you. Dooley got back into bed after as, as eating if DoorDash would give a shit. I've dealt with those people who, who drive around for DoorDash. You could see three people murdered in the corner. You'd be like, thanks for the tip. Have a great night. I don't give a shit. Don't. Couldn't care less. Couldn't care less. Let me tell you something. You might, they might as well. They might as well. Start smoking pot again. <laughs> the, they're they would be quieter about your crimes than your lawyer would. 
Honestly, they could keep a secret. Honestly, they'd be like, you know what? I ate three of his fries. I'm just going to let it go. I think we're even. I'm not, I'm not going to rant to the police on this one. Five stars are appreciated. I'll call the cops. <laughs> yeah, Larry got, got that going. Julie got back into bed after eating her meal. The victim reportedly followed. The knife she allegedly used was near his feet, and he used it to free himself once Dooley fell asleep. So he was cuddling with her until she fell asleep? That's fun. I got a question for you, Vinny. Let's say this happened to you, and you could do it again, would you? Okay. Are you asking me if I had a time capsule? Would I travel back in time? (laughs) No. What I'm saying. (laughs) No, I, I think there's a percentage of guys. Maybe you're not one of them. I hope you're not. I think there's a percentage of guys... Who, when brought this opportunity, okay, here's the deal. You're going to get head. It's going to be great. She's cute. But then you also get tied up. She cuts you and threatens your life and chokes you a little bit. Okay, one There's more question. You guys be like, all right, I'll do that. that that's okay. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Okay, one question. Yeah. How much of the DoorDash do I get? Oh, yeah, I bet she didn't finish it. Okay. All right, yep. And where where did she order from? <laughs> yeah, well, that's, that's a good question. Is it pizza? That's a so good question. She was booked into the El Paso County Jail on charges of second-degree kidnapping, two counts of second-degree assault, menacing, and false imprisonment. When officers searched Julie's apartment, they reportedly found a knife near the bed, several blood-soaked rags, and blood all over the bathtub. So, I mean, I, I don't think I'd want to do it again, no. You don't think so? Yeah, like, you know, there's been roller coasters that I've enjoyed, you know, that I didn't think I would, that mm-hmm. I would go do that again. This is not one of them. Okay. This isn't the ride. I'm going to ride twice. Well... Send us an email. Leave us a voicemail. Let us know if you'd be a guy. Would you like who to would be menaced? Would you like to be menaced by a cute girl? Some people are into it, man. I'm just saying, it's not. It's not nobody. Leave us a voicemail. Five eight five three seven one eighty one zero eight. Now, uh, New Boston, Texas. Didn't know that was a place. There's a New Boston. It's better. It's in Texas. Got to be better. <laughs> just kidding, Boston. Just kidding. We're pulling you. We're yanking you yawn. <laughs> I don't know what the fuck you people say. A Texas woman was convicted of capital murder Monday for killing a pregnant woman to take her unborn baby. Dude, I always tell this to these people. If you want that unborn baby, you just got to wait. Just got to wait, man. It's like you when you pull the pizza out too early. I'm like, it's going to cook. You just got to give it time. Carl. Uh, a comic that I worked with the other night. Yeah. I'm not going to tell you his name, but I will tell you his initials. Don't use it. Okay. SS. Okay. You know who I'm talking about? Yep. Okay. Told me this joke. Okay. What's this big, blue and purple, and can make a woman scream first thing in the morning? I don't know. Crib death. It's <laughs> pretty good. Solid one. Never thought it's I'd pretty, hear it out of that guy. Pretty solid. Never thought I'd hear yeah, it out of that guy. I thought guy. he's putting that in his act. I'm just let's put yeah, it that way. He made a fucking scarf come out of his mouth. <laughs> waga waga. Uh, did not see that punchline in his sleep. Pretty good. Now, the Bowie County jury in Northeast Texas deliberated for about an hour before finding Taylor Renee Parker, 29, guilty of the October 2020 murder of Reagan Michelle Simmons Hancock. Now, she abducted this woman, mm-hmm. and cut the daughter out of her womb who later died. Doesn't that sound like the origin story of a supervillain? If, if the child had survived that. Yeah, actually kind of does. Right? That's a pretty good one. Like You'd want revenge on all of society if that's the way you were born into this world. That's like one superhero movie where I would want to watch the prequel. Yes. <laughs> You're a sick man, Vinny. You're a sick, sick man. The verdict of a jury of six men and six women came after three weeks of sometimes grisly testimony. Now, Here's why I brought this story up. I'm glad this woman is convicted, but boy, what a fucking semantics that they were arguing at this fucking trial. Dude, if your argument is that the baby wasn't a person yet because it wasn't born, you're in the wrong state. That's not going to fly in Texas, dummy. Never going to work. Yeah, maybe New York, maybe California, not Texas. They argued that the baby was never alive. Yep. And they moved to dismiss the kidnapping charge, which would have lowered the capital murder charge to murder. That's why in opening statements, they said they spent so much time on the definitions. You can't kidnap a person who has not been born alive. Insane. Insane on this one. I would argue, is the reason you kidnapped and murdered this woman to get to the alive baby, ma'am? Yeah. It had something to do with it. <sighs> this is so fucking I'm just going to say this, Vinny. I'm going to put this out there. This woman, 
who murdered the other woman to try to take the unborn baby from her womb is a menace. This woman's a problem. You know what I you know what I say about kidnapping pregnant women taking the babies out of them? What's that? I denounce it. I'm with you on that one. Buddy. I'm against it. I am I'm against, so it. against it. If you're running for office, I'll vote for you if you're against that act. I think you should, I think it should be illegal. There, I said it. Yeah. I don't care who hears me. I the, think that act should be illegal. When Taylor had the baby and Reagan was still alive, Ugh. that's when Taylor started slashing and cutting. Mm. She can't leave her alive. It was not a quick death. She kept cutting her. And I guess Reagan would not die fast enough for Taylor to get out of there and get on with her plans. That's what the uh, prosecutors explained. Yes. This was not a typical C-section. She cut her from her abdomen from hip to hip. And that's the way the news goes. Wow. Yeah. That's one way to get to the baby, I guess. Well, this has been a great episode of The Creep Off. Hope wow. you enjoyed it if you're still with us. <laughs> Holy shit, is well done. still with us? Well done. Yikes. Carl, I've, I now that we've introduced the world to Rob Wolchek, yes. there's one that I've been considering playing for the uh, bonus episodes. Oh, good. So uh, I'll get that in there. We'll do one in the next week or two. Uh, once we get back from NYC this week. So remember, you can still get your tickets for WATP, New York City, WATPNYC.com. Uh, make sure you visit HTBKicksAss.com to get yourself with the Creep Off Carl Vinny Zombie shirt, available for a limited time and then gone forever. And uh, that's that, folks. And I have great news. We still get to use Gagia. Oh, good. Do we got permission from the copyright or the trademark owner on yes, that? Yes. Uh, Shuli gave me written permission. Oh, we good. can still say Gagia. Excellent. And don't forget the live show roast is available on our Patreon and our Supercast, which are available now. And uh, it's nice to be important. It's more important to be nice. Gagia. A freaking moron or what? Do 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 up. Do 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 up.